0: The pod of Maximum Damage is taped before a live studio audience in a basement somewhere.
1: Episode 6 of HB No's Small Screen Erectile Tissue, The Sword of Maximum Damage, just swelled up before our eyes, and boy, was it a grower and a shower.
2: I have nothing more to add to that.
1: And I got me... (laughs) A fever of fan fervor that I just gotta spread far and wide, but if only there were the audio equivalent of an open wound over which I could cough-spray my pathogen.
2: There is, you contagious length. Right here, right now. Call it in. Heyo!
1: I'm Crona Jenkins.
2: And I'm Jelly Conkade. And you are
1: listening to the greatest fan show of the greatest television show ever made. Welcome!
3: To the pod of maximum damage! In a dream it came to me, it was the pod of maximum. Damage! In my ears it calls to a me, I
0: hit the pod of maximum. Damage! Power strikes in the night, brings it where we rise. Once again we command. we will die, but we fight!
1: for tuning into the pod, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, such a great turnout of fans tonight, or, or should I say, the Damaged, uh-huh. that's, uh, that's the name Jelly and I have given to all the legion of SWORD fans out there.
2: Yeah, it, it has yet to catch on.
1: Yeah, but uh, uh, mixed emotions in here tonight, mm-hmm. right
2: guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Uh,
1: because on the one hand, we got uh, we got another great episode, sure, yeah, that was yeah! Sure. But, uh, on the other hand, that was the last episode of the current season. Aww. Yeah, so, uh, J- Jelly, how are you processing that? I mean, you were crying all the way through. Yeah, I mean,
2: I wept so much. Yeah. My, uh, my uh, cheeks were so flooded, I had to sandbag my own septum.
1: True, Yeah. true.
2: Uh, the Coast Guard had to airlift out my freckles. I saw it. My teeth have now eroded. And my lips are now webbed.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I know how you feel. I mean, I I kind of feel like I just got dumped Uh, by the hottest chick I will ever meet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like I just got put up for adoption by the hottest dad I'll ever meet. Yeah.
1: Hey, should we just kill ourselves? I mean... Shall we? Like, communally, should we just kill ourselves? Because I- I'm not sure I can wait another year before it's
2: back. Well, like, maybe we could hibernate. Like, I am still in my pajajays.
1: Oh, yeah, me too. I mean, I, I haven't left these jays since the show began. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who am I kidding here? I haven't left these jays since time began. In fact, I don't even own any other clothes than pajajays.
2: Me either. One time I was out, and a cop asked me to take off my jays. and when I did, underneath were more jays. And then he tasered me.
1: Wow. Hey, one time I was out and a cop asked me to take off my pajajays. Huh? And when I did, underneath were more pajajays, <sighs> but novelty cop pajajays. So he asked me to solve a case. Uh,
2: whoa, did you?
1: No, the killer is still at large, <laughs> killing it.
2: Right. Um, Like us in the podcast community. Huh? Right?
1: Oh, oh yeah, well, Go yeah, ahead. Yeah.
2: Te- go and tell him. I don't no, crowed up, Jenkins. You tell him right this instant. You should be proud. I am.
1: Okay, well, um. T- All right, Jelly, uh, what she's getting to here is um, thanks in no small part to you guys, the fans, the damaged. Uh, This podcast, The Pot of Maximum Damage, it's just been voted the number one podcast in the 2017 Cronut and Jelly Awards for podcasts they make and like together. Yes, I mean, so cool. yeah, yeah, it's,
3: it's great, it's, it's, it's
2: great,
1: it's, it's, great. Little... it's something else, something else. It's so yeah.
2: cool. I give it five jellies out of five, and that's like the most jellies you can get.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I gave it the wrist door, which is like the palm door but a wrist. Uh, it's a pretty big deal.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we. We are not the only winners in here tonight.
1: Oh, hey, that is hey. right. Uh, let me get this straight. Uh, a few weeks back, we did an online competition via our Twitter handle, at um, pod of maximum damage.
2: Damage was already taken. Yeah,
1: uh, where we asked fans to tweet us their finest cosplay.
2: Costumes of characters from the show.
1: Yeah, uh, tweet us them using the hashtag, what
2: the fuck, are you fucking kidding me?
3: Yeah.
2: Uh... <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> So we literally had six tweets, you know, all from the same guy whose cosplay was so detailed and on point that we had no other choice than to award him first place. That and the fact he was the only person to enter.
1: Yeah, and his prize is to come to the pod and sit up here with us as we interview our guests tonight, which, uh, guys, when you find out who they are, let me just say that's one hell of a treat. Uh, But before we get to them... Let's meet him, shall we? So, uh, please, guys, put your hands together for the Sword of Maximum Damages self-proclaimed superfan. It's Dale Douglas.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah,
1: there he is. Oh, and he, uh, whoa. Look at this guy. He's come in costume. All right. Is, is is
4: is 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 it hot in there? No, no, I'm absolutely fine. I put this on a week ago to acclimatize, so I'm good, I'm good.
1: Dale, it's one hell of a costume. God, you can all agree, that's a pretty good costume. you got going on there? Uh, Would you mind telling us
4: who you came as? Yeah, well, I'm actually, you'd have to be a big fan, a super fan, you might say, to know who I am, but I'm actually... A character that was cut from the concept art. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. wow. a proud
1: warrior. Where, where, like, where'd you come up with him? Like, how did you get the idea to do him? Well,
4: he is actually on the cover as well. The, the book, you know, the yeah. we yeah. in here. So he's in the background, like, way at the back. But he looks just about as badass as I do right now. Amazing.
2: So, so um, Dale, why, why do you love swords so much?
4: Why... There's so many reasons, you know, like so many other areas of pop culture let me down, like movies and theater and stuff, so I just look for something big to come along and sweep me up, and this, this is the greatest show ever it made, is so ever, you know, it's so yes. good, I just, I just had to give in.
1: So Dale, what in your mind makes a super fan?
4: Super fan, you know, there's not many of us around, but... I got to say, total dedication and a lot of devotion, but also being single helps. Right.
2: <laughs> and how far have you traveled today? So I, I
4: came across town. I, I Ubered in a carpool with a couple of my buddies in the front here, Darnell and Chris. So Woo! All right, we came yeah. over, we jumped in on, on Pico and Moonset, and we came over, cut across the I-40, we took a ride, picked up the guys on Gusset Drive, turned oh, around yeah, yeah. The, uh, at the liquor store. You know, yeah, yeah I know and it, Collins. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we came down there, and we were like 25 minutes I or mean, something.
1: I that's, mean, that's, that's like the most comprehensive answer you could ever <laughs> get. So how'd you get here tonight? Awesome. Uh, well, listen, we're uh, we're going to sit you back down there. You want to uh, just relax because we're going to meet the guests, and then we'll bring you out to meet your It's so a pleasure
4: to be here. here. Okay. Thanks for Dale having Douglas, me. Douglas, everybody. No everybody. Uh,
1: okay. So guys, uh let's get straight to business here. Let's get back to tonight's app episode 6 of 6. Uh you know, every week they have continually surprised us as fans and taken the rug Clean out from under our feet.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've made it nigh and impossible for us, the damage, to second guess where they might be going next. Yeah. Like, for example, um, episode one was just a 48 minute voiceover. Yeah, you
1: remember that, guys? The, the, yeah. I mean, uh, episode two was just that single scene shown over and over again. Yeah. Uh, episode three, we all remember episode three, right? Yeah. Why? Because it was one long sex scene. All right. Yeah, you remember, right? You remember. All right.
2: Oh. Hey, did you hear? Hit- do You hear that? What, the guy? <laughs>
1: like, we got like a whooper in our midst, I the heard guy that, that whoops.
2: Yeah, I did hear Woo! that.
1: Oh, hey. All right. Hey, where are you, whooper? I want to take a look at
2: you. No, 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 you'll uh, never find a whooper out there, Cronut. Not in that beautiful sea of geek. He's perfectly camouflaged because he wears perfect camouflage. Right. He could live out there for weeks without surfacing.
1: Oh, man, that's such a shame. I'd love to meet a real-life whooper up close.
2: Nah, well, I could, I could flush him out for you, like a goose, what? you know? Fake him out, blow him away eat what you find, then move on to the next ridge.
1: What are you talking about, Jelly?
2: <laughs> sorry, sorry my, my dad and I used to hunt whoopers every summer. So, oh. He'd take me on trips to the local multiplex around Transformers season. We'd right. you know, hide out by the concession stand, usually behind one of those large standees. And Dad would take out his as-yet-unpatented geek quacker, make a call, and just pick him off one by one.
1: All right, well, what was the call? Snacks! Oh, wow.
2: <laughs> Snacks!
1: Woo! Oh wow! Do it again. <laughs> Snacks. Woo! Oh, I, oh, over there, I saw a movement on the left. Snacks. Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I got him. You I got see him? him. You yeah. see him?
2: Do you, do you want me to finish the job? Have some whoop chops?
1: No, I, I just what? I just want to thank him for coming down.
2: All right, all right, but just approach slowly. Grab a handful of M&Ms and let him feast off your palm, flat hand.
1: All right. Hey, hey, buddy. <laughs> Woo! Wow! <laughs> You're so beautiful. Look at all those badges. Hey. You want some Woo. you want some candy? Woo! You're flat right. hand! You a flat hand. Flat hand, okay. All right. Oh. Hey. Feeding a whooper is like always how I wanted it to be. I can feel his drool trickling between my knuckles. Ew. Oh! His upper lip is massive.
2: Okay. Great. Um let's let's get back to the pause. All right. Thanks, Mr. Whooper. Woo!
1: All right. So, yeah, let's get back. Where were we? Episode 3, that was the one long sex scene. Episode 4, that was all in
2: tongues with no subtitles. Yeah. Um, Episode 5 was the finale, a real left turn there.
1: And episode 6 was the left turniest of all, I Mm. think. Uh, A clip show featuring not clips of the show, not outtakes or bloopers or deleted scenes, but clips of animals doing funny stuff or pratfalls involving humans.
2: Yeah. it, It was like Candid Camera. Exactly like Candid Camera. In fact, it was an old episode of Candid Camera, yeah. complete with laughter track and titles. It's
1: so bold, so brave, and, and crucially, it still made perfect sense. Yeah, did it? Jelly, a guy bouncing off a trampoline, a guy way too big for a paddling pool. Two words, jelly. Dream sequence. Four words, jelly. Vision of the future. 25 words, something we haven't yet thought of because the show is not spoon-feeding us its design, and so we have to work it out for ourselves. Right, right. I mean, all of it fit perfectly into the overall canon of sword for me. Jelly, why don't you know this? Oh, I mean, online they're even saying
2: this one could be the one to win the Emmy. Oh, whoa. Well, and then if, if everyone else loves it, then I do too. Ah, oh, hey. good.
1: Because season one was the milk teeth to what's gonna come next. Am I right? Okay. Well, hey, 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 hey. Enough of our yakking. Okay. Stick around, and we'll be right back after this orc forgets his shield.
3: Oh, crap. Crack.
1: Welcome back. <laughs> Now, over the last six weeks, we've had some pretty spectacular guests lighting up the pod, but seeing as though it's the last step for season one, we decided to not only raise the bar, but launch it into the stratosphere.
2: There are are so many reasons why I'm sad here tonight. My father's drinking, my mother's drug-taking, and our local Scientology leaders need for a concubine. But none come close to the reason you are about to meet tonight.
1: Put simply, If it weren't for this man, we would all be in a wood somewhere listening to insane clown posse and practice shooting watermelon.
2: Words do not do justice to a man for whom words are justice. True. Give it up, oh my god, for the visionary creator of the sword of maximum damage, Mr. George George.
0: famed for my entrances for many years. I, I have to say how delighted I am, how humbled, I'm so humbled by this, I think I shall tweet my humility to my 26 million Twitter followers. Oh, uh, so cool. thanks
1: so much for finding the time to pay us a
0: visit. Uh, isn't it funny you should say that because actually today was the day I had scheduled to, com- to start work on book two. Oh, but, but alas, of course, I'm here. So, right. it's, so it's a pleasure that has sadly had to be delayed, and I feel I was in the zone. I feel I could have probably, I could probably have polished it off. But uh, what's uh, what's a pleasure if not a delayed one?
4: Right. Sure.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Uh, of course, because uh,
1: the sword saga uh, is thirty
0: books, right? Originally, yes, in your it mind, it is it is a decalogue of trilogies. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and and. and and of those you have written at present? One. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, well I, I mean, I say I've written one, of course, as, as the aficionados never tire of telling me they know more about it than I do. Sure. That uh, it, it is one book, but it is, it is unique in the sense that it is one book Possessive of no words, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. uh, of course, it, it is. It is uh, seven hundred blank pages and a truly magnificent cover. Amazing right. cover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it was on the basis of that H. B. No uh, offered me the series that we now see before us. It's wow, amazing. Yeah, so,
2: that's so amazing. you're you're actually in the process or or should I say pro you're actually in the process <laughs> of um writing the books right now
0: i uh, well you could say i'm in the process of writing the books or i am uh, i'm assessing the process of i mean anyone can write a book oh anyone huh. can write a book to not write a book that turns everything on yeah <laughs> that's a skill uh, that's a skill uh, and i have to say yes uh, the, the second book is is sort of imminent, um, but I have I have many to say. I often think, do you know, the anticipation of a book is probably more exciting than exciting than the art of reading a book. I mean, imagine if you could anticipate it, it could be anything you wanted to be. Yeah. Whereas as soon as I've written it, it's what it is. True. Yeah. Now yeah. True. if I say to you, you could have anything, or if I said to you, here's something, you'd go, well, anything, I'll take anything. anything yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something's a thing, yeah, Yeah. rubbish. But not anything. It's something. You're just out there. You're just a visionary man. Yeah, it's blowing
2: my mind right off. So, uh,
0: and obviously there are so many distractions when one writes. You know, obviously here today, that's drawn a line through book two. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, But yesterday it it was a cat. Uh, uh, (laughs) the, The day before it was, you know, thinking of the futility of existence, and yet juxtaposing it with the sheer joy of playing Kaplunk. And uh, <laughs> as, 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 and at, at the weekend, you know, I might take absorbing. Who
2: knows? Why not? Well, so, in a way, you're, you're kind of like putting, uh, like, favoring the fans over the work.
0: Yeah, great. In a way, what is the point of the work without the
2: fans? That's right. true. Yeah. That's yeah.
0: true. The work created the fans, and then the fans create the need for the work. Uh, uh, but the fans like to write. They like the contact. Yeah. Uh, in fact, they like the contact. They like the love. They like the behind-the-scenes anecdotes. Probably more than they'd like another book. Well, it's your Maybe, call, Maybe, yeah. yeah, I mean...
2: Oh. Well, so oh, you oh, got guys!
0: A, you got a consensus there. I, I
1: guess what the fans were voicing there was, we just want to know that you do
0: have the story in mind that you're about to write. You've
3: got a plan. You've got a plan. Uh, Well,
0: yes. I I mean, but it's constantly evolving. I mean, but what the fans might think, because obviously the first book uh, came, you'll remember, with a stamped addressed envelope in which you were to send me what you thought was in the book. And it's amazing how many of you have predicted what's going to happen in the future. Wow. Wow. It's amazing. Whoa! The fact that my fans are on my wavelength so much that they can replicate words I have yet to
1: write—that's incredible. That's incredible. There's just a symbiosis going on right there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, so, is, is writing—is writing easy? Yeah. In general.
0: Punctuation is easy. Mm-hmm. I often start. With, <laughs> I often start with the punctuation. Oh. Blank page. Full stop here. Comma there. What's yeah. <laughs> I like to occasionally throw in a colon. And where did the idea for sword come from then? Oh, great uh, question. Well, well, you see, Edgar Allan Poe wrote his stuff addled on morphine. Uh, I, on the other hand, I found my visions came in a similarly narcotic-induced haze. I'm oh, wow. proud of this, but one night I was suffering from a long, dark night of the nasal passages. And... <laughs> I needed some industrial levels of decongestion. And uh, I espied on the sideboard a multi pack of Lemon Sip Max strength. Um, Always buy in bulk, it's cheaper. (laughs) And uh, they don't let you do it with paracetamol. It's astonishing. You go to the supermarket and you say, I'd like to buy 28 paracetamol. And they go, No, you can have but 12. They say, why? And they say, well, if you took 28, you might kill yourself. You see, you've seen how many chicken Kievs I've bought. I'm planning to stay alive. <laughs> Planning to stay alive for at least a month. Uh, and that's if I have one every day and uh, so uh, put us right lemsip max what is that That's uh, like a... lemsip is like a cold powder it's right powder okay. uh, but it comes in powder form and uh, if you have that so i saw uh, in the box the, the, uh, you know the, uh, i i saw the sachet uh, the container not the movement and uh, <laughs> uh, and i lined up evenly three three on each side i lined them up and uh, Whopped him up the old nostrils. You and snorted uh, them. I, 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 I snorted. And, and in that snortage came a vision. <laughs> what did you see? I saw a sword. <laughs> sword. An empty throne. A series of ten three-book trilogies.
3: <laughs>
0: in fact, purists would say there's no other kind of trilogy. I was going to say, those old three-book trilogies, <laughs> yeah. huh? Well, anyone can write a three-book trilogy. <laughs> no. I saw the three-book trilogies. And I saw a yam. Oh. Yeah, not quite sure where the yam fits in. Sure. never know. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's wasted. Uh, although sometimes in writing, you know, they say kill your babies or eat your yams. <laughs>
2: <laughs> have you um? <laughs> have you done lumpsip since then? Well,
0: I, I saw a doctor about this, and apparently it's impossible for me to uh, suffer from a cold or the symptoms of a tense nervous headache for another 37 years. Whoa. So, wow. so into my system is that uh, I'm actually now uh, uh, immune to Lemsip, it courses through my veins, never to escape.
1: So uh, there, there might be some, uh, some like young first-time writers uh, in here tonight, yeah. or maybe some old first-time writers that just uh, ha- have been cowards all their lives. Um, <laughs> if you scale down uh, the amount of Lemsip you took, can you scale down the amount of visions you might have? Like if I just kind of like. Took one sachet, I might come up with a short story. Or well, a, well, yes, I
0: would say start small. You know, sure. perhaps you know, suck a tune and do an amusing tweet. <laughs> uh, <Right. no. laughs> yeah. Um,
2: with with the book being um, empty, so how, how did you know when you were finished? And great point. <laughs> and, also, and also, how did you know when you had something special?
0: Ah, uh, well, I think I think on draft six. <laughs> I think on draft six, I, I knew I had something special, but by draft ten, I knew I had the best thing ever. Uh, uh, you must be aware that
1: a lot of us in here tonight, we've got theories about where the story is ultimately going to go. Yeah. Well, are, you, are, you, are you aware of those series? Do you read anything online? I sometimes
0: go onto your forums. I use a different name, of course.
3: Oh, I,
1: I uh, look.
0: And do you know, uh, I sometimes see these wild theories of the fans. Yeah, these threads. threads, they're like. I, I find myself cutting them and pasting them into a document. And. <laughs> 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 okay. Probably no more. I mean, uh, and often they're on the right lines for about 200 to 250 words. And, and then it needs me to go, no, 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 no. But th- that, that bit was good. And, uh, it, is,
2: is the sword that we saw in episode five, is that the sword of maximum damage? The
0: actual one.
2: We shall see okay oh, okay that's
1: his, okay that's his hashtag all right uh, well hey it's been great having him here Incredible. but uh, you know you guys know this as well you study the credits as much as I do there's another name that appears at the end of the show to whom we fans owe a massive debt of gratitude uh, if George here is the head of sword and we the fans are the heart then the next guest is well and truly the executive producer. <laughs> Intriguingly known only as the 25th floor. Please give it up for the showrunner of sort of Maximum Damage, right here. Here he
3: is. <laughs> right. Hey, yeah.
1: there you
5: go. He's doing a meet and greet. Thank you so much.
1: He's got a meet and greet going He's so on here. <laughs> You're so young. Yeah. Thank yeah. you.
4: You're so young. He's great current. to see you. Hey, see you. Great, great to I see I you. I love
5: what you're doing with this, by the way. This you- whole ensemble so informative. The podcast is a credit to the show. You- is it not, guys? Yeah. Hey. Okay. You listen to the podcast? Hey, I listen to everything. And while I'm here, <laughs> I, I just want to do something. I hope you don't think I'm taking control or anything. But um, sure. look, since I'm here and and you guys, the beloved fans, are here, I wanted to say something to George. Uh, I admire you. I cherish you. You are a prophet. You are a sultan. You have come down to this earth like some charmed meteorite bringing your gifts and your inspiration and humanity will thank you for it. You, in my eyes, you are Sir George, George R.R. I'm knighting him right now. I'm knighting you. Wall. You are Sir George Hey, hey, hey. And I, I wonder. I wonder what sword I'm going to knight him with, guys. Oh. Maybe the sword. Oh. <laughs> George R.R.
1: Okay. Look at this guy. Okay. Uh, help us hey. out here before we get into the meat and the meat hey. and potatoes, the whole thing. Mm. Uh, what, do, what do we call you? Uh, the tw- is the twenty-fifth floor your name, a nickname, an official title? Uh, help us out.
5: It's sort of a gumbo of all three. <laughs> I. Uh, I go by a number of different permutations of that name. You know, you can call me 25. You can call me Thuh. Uh, <laughs> if we're being colloquial, you can call me Mr. Floor. But the reason I've got that name, it's a funny story. Uh, basically, when I came to HBNO, when I first came up with the idea uh, for the show, well, not came up with, but carried, like a vassal, the idea from your brain, to your screens. I, uh, I, was, uh, I was quickly seated as an executive producer, so I straight away was put up to the executive suite on the 25th floor. So quick promotion, 25th floor. But it happened so quickly that uh, I actually medically had to be treated for the bends. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And is that like a
1: tall building? Because 25 in my mind, that's not the tallest building, or the floor's just pretty
5: pretty huge? Okay, well, I was being modest. I was excluding mezzanines. <laughs> You know, if you want us to rumble those decimal places back in there, it's more like the 500th floor. Wow! Yeah, okay.
2: Um, So uh, tell us how it all came about. Like you meeting George, the whole show, like everything.
5: It's like a perfect marriage right there. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, sure. Uh, It's a marriage. You know, I never want to divorce from this guy because, you know, the kids we have had together, the kids being the show, uh, will grow up to be quarterbacks. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, My journey with this show uh, began... uh, I was looking around. I was hired by the company. I was quite a low-level uh, 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 development assistant, and uh, I was looking around for something hot and exciting. And, and I should say at this stage, um, you know the whole Gregorian calendar thing—you know, uh, BC, AD—I, um, I I, yeah, yeah, you I heard, heard, of, heard that? of that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I tend to think of things. Now, as uh, uh, B-T-S-O-M-D, before uh, the Sword of Maximum Damage, and uh, A-B-T-S-O-M-D, which is after, before, the Sword of Maximum Damage.
3: <laughs>
5: so if we're taking things back to what I... Uh, what is two B-T-S-M-O-D. So is that, is that just like two years ago? That's two years ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if we go back to that point, uh, I was looking around for a show that would really catch on. Um, Basically, executives like to look for shows that will run and run, franchises that will endure. Uh, so we were brainstorming these ideas. Uh, it's a process that we call cockroaching, which is to try and, uh, try and find a franchise that's so enduring it would survive a nuclear holocaust. Right. And uh, I was just looking around for anything that might catch my eye. There was uh, one idea that we were playing with for a while. Um, it was a children's series uh, about a lentil in a, a bin.
3: <laughs> right.
2: What was that called?
5: It's called William the Lonely Pulse.
2: Uh,
5: for a while, we, uh, we, we played around with doing a, a remake of the, uh, the UK 80s show, uh, Boys from the Black Stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, but that was, we, we were to do it with, uh, with, with boys, you know, aquatic boys. Booys um, buoys, Bu- buoys. yeah, yeah, buoys, no no, thank you
3: um,
5: and uh, we uh, also looked at an option called uh, it was a show called uh, the uh, the history of everything um, and it was a an attempt to try and articulate and and show everything that 's ever happened anywhere to anyone uh, all at the same time um, in a uh, gif form <laughs> and None, none, of those, those, none of those stuck, huh? No, nothing <laughs> stuck. Yeah. Nothing, nothing stuck. And then I was panning around, and then suddenly I came across something. And believe me, I was on it like in a hot moment. Uh, my aunt passed away. Oh, so sorry. Yeah, no, don't worry. And um, I was looking through her effects, and in this chest I found, uh, I found this book. And, you know, not just any book, this guy's book. And I opened it, and it, it blew my mind, mind-blown. So I closed it, my mind was unblown. <laughs> right.
3: So, how
1: so
5: you could narrow it down? You know, it's close. So I open it again. You're not know, compound blow. <laughs>
2: right.
5: Um yeah.
2: How did you know that the blowing was like specifically book related? Yeah.
5: Well, we um yeah, we we played around with a range of different variables just right. to be sure. So I left the attic which I was in open the book, mind blown. <laughs> so, right. so it wasn't the attic. We can Definitely, eliminate yeah. by deduction. Let's eliminate the, the attic. Yeah. yeah, it's gone. Um, I tried to open it with my feet rather than my hands. Again, in case your
2: hands were blowing? My
5: hands were, yeah. Everything. And again, similar effect, neurons firing. Um, I, I hired a few proxies to read it for me, uh, and my mind was blown. Right. Uh, but it was only blown because they were reading it as if they were me, so it was in a way a kind of a foster blowing. Right, okay, yeah, I get it. yeah, yeah. And yeah. where, where was your aunt during this? Where was my aunt? Yeah. Well, she'd not yet been buried. Uh, she was in a, uh, a nearby adjacent room. Um, in a way, the only negative criticism I would have about your work, and believe me, I've really had to dig, is that it didn't bring my aunt back from the dead. <laughs> yeah. Me... Uh, Reading it in the same building as you, but you know, technology may make that possible in the future. Who knows? And and I guess with it being such a like, like a hot property, was mm. there was there a bidding war attached? Oh, mm. to it? Yeah. Yeah. Lots question. of people interested.
1: Inter- yeah, yeah I mean, you know, if it
5: was, yeah, yeah, I mean, if it, it was a war, it would be like uh, you know the early twentieth century Korean War, uh, in, wow. in that it was uh, <laughs> it was short and it was intense and a lot of people lost their lives. Wow! We had a whole range a whole range of different channels interested. Believe me, it was a cluster, F-U-C-K. Uh, we had H B No. obviously. Yeah. Uh, we had um, uh, Fox. Uh, we had BBC One, S4C, E4 Plus <laughs> One, E4 Plus Pi. <laughs> they were all scrimmaging. And, you know, these things are like a kind of beauty pageant, you know. They're like Miss World. As in, uh, w- if you want to get the show, what you've got to do is uh, give the best pitch for the show, and then waffle on about world peace for a while, mm-hmm. and then uh, the guy who gets the franchise is the one who gives George the best blow job, so... <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Um,
2: what about during, um, during shooting? Yeah. Um, yeah. Was there a moment when you knew you, you not only had just like a hit, but televisual Armageddon? Yeah.
5: You know, there was... <laughs> <laughs> the moment where I really realized that was after episode one had come out. It wasn't quite during the shoot, but it was afterwards. Yeah. And, um, I read in the paper there had been this, um, this fire in an orphanage. Oh. Yeah. And all of the children had, had burned to death. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. Uh, because all of the fire crew were staying at home watching the show. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, I, I read that and I just thought, you know, I was so proud of what we'd achieved. <laughs>
1: Uh, but, sort, I mean, like it's been a hit in the ratings mm. as well as a, a critical smash, right?
5: Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, look, I know, I'm sorry to have to do this now, but what? Can we stop the interview for a moment? Sure. Can we just briefly stop it? Because I brought a cake with me and I would like to eat it right now. <laughs> oh! oh! I, I get, get it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know.
0: <laughs> okay.
5: Viewer okay. numbers huge. Critical response huge. Yeah. Over, I have been overwhelmed with everything that's been going on. Yeah, yeah. massive.
1: Uh, but word of mouth is, is the real one you want to get on your side. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I guess, I guess you can't predict
5: that. Well, you know, I'd like to say we uh, we did a good shot at that. I mean, uh, one of my job titles at HBO is head of contagion, uh, right. okay. <laughs> which is uh, part of the the HBO biochemical warfare division. And uh, I was, uh, prior to being given that role, I was thinking about how we get this word of mouth thing going. Mm. Like a viral
1: campaign. Exactly,
5: like a viral campaign. I was doing a brainstorm session with myself, as I always do. And (laughs) I had this idea of, okay, what if rather than just, you know, hypothetical word of mouth, Mm. why don't we create some sort of bacteria or microbe (laughs) which is communicated directly by word of mouth? Right. So person one sees the show. They talk about it to person two. Person two then has to see the show. Two, four, eight, 12, 16, 20, <laughs> 24, Twenty-three. if one of them has passed away, more. <laughs> Triple fingers. And, you know, if you think about it, by the time you build and build these things, you get to the point where, you know, some people are talking about the show, and then uh, if there's a westerly wind, then maybe two miles away, someone else is going to get these microbes, have to watch the show.
2: Wow, uh, that's yes. intense. Well, I, I guess you 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 can't tell us exactly how it works, but is it safe?
5: Look, um, <laughs> let me uh, put it this way. You know, if if you can make a germ, you can kill a germ. So if there are side effects, and you know there may be, there may not be, but if there are, uh, then I can tell you with some degree of certainty, and this isn't a spoiler, that. At the final episode of the show, which will be going out in 30, 40 years, maybe more, if you keep watching, you're going to keep watching, guys? Yeah. yeah. There will be an antidote in that episode to whatever ma- ailments you may have developed in the intervening time as a result of this virus. I that's promise incredible. you. That's incredible. Wow, that's amazing.
4: Thank you yeah. so much. I want to
5: know, where can the show go from here? Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to laugh there. I just, um, I don't want to be rude, but... A question like that is like, uh, it's like a a serf or a peasant who's just developed basic language. And he's standing there by a ditch and he's got an emaciated hog next to him. And, you know, he's going, oog, oog,
3: oog, 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 oog.
5: You know, imagine taking that guy and sitting him down and saying, one day there's going to be a city. This show has no... Limits. Okay, we have so many plans for where the show is going to go. I have storyboards at the moment, literally wrapped around my body. Okay, I'm. Thank you. So full of ideas. Okay, Um, we're going to have a whole range of different merchandise coming out. Okay, I don't want to give too much away. I don't want to spoil things for you guys and your kids come Christmas. But uh, we're going to have action figures, not just of the cast, but also of the crew. Oh wow! wow, I would love that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We're looking at uh, immersive VR approaches to the show. So uh, rather than just sitting and passively watching, you can watch and be in the show, or you can, yeah, yeah. yeah, or you can you can feel what it's like to be be George as he writes the work. That's going to be available to you. Sure.
2: I heard that this in like theme parks as well. Is yeah, we love, yeah. Theme
5: yeah, you lo- you love theme parks. Yeah, you love you love theme parks. I know. Like. Okay, well I've got good news for the theme park lovers because we are currently in negotiations with uh, the I- uh, Iowa State Authority to build a theme park themed around the show and this is wow. going to be a next-level theme park based around the show, okay? Think of your expectations and subvert them. There's going to be Ferris triangles. <laughs> you know, there's, there's going to be roller toasters. You know, we're, we're going to have burger joints which are selling bespoke, tailored burgers with the, uh, the same meats that you see inside the show. There's going to be bespoke-themed
0: <laughs> relishes. Yeah. You know
5: what, the, yeah, you know the, what they're the, going to be the, called?
0: The, the source of maximum damage. <laughs>
5: that's going to be <laughs>
1: Uh, just uh, go back, you know, what's a roller toaster you mentioned?
5: Roller toaster? roller toaster? Uh, it has all of the thrill of a normal roller coaster, but all of the nutritional value of a piece of burnt toast. So. Oh, I
1: see. <laughs> wow, well, I will look forward to riding that. Mm. Uh, I mean, can we tweak some of this stuff now? Can we take a lot of this stuff you're saying? Is it TPOMD okay. exclusive?
5: You know, um, I think we should ask the guru. What do you think, man? We shall see. Oh, there
1: uh, it kind of it doesn't answer the question you know, in, a, in a way. I mean, yes. Hey, I got a treat for you two. We're going to go to the fans in a moment. We're going to open okay. it up to a, a whole Q&A from the guys in here. So get your questions ready. But uh, I got a special surprise for you two. The number one fan of the show okay. is here tonight. He won a competition because of his cosplay that he tweeted to okay. us. Uh, I want to introduce you to him and him to you. Meet. <laughs> Dale. Yeah. All
3: right. Oh, there he is, being oh. the twenty-fifth. Okay. Oh man, I'm old. I'm old. there you go. So cool, man. You
5: must get this a lot, you guys, right? People yeah. dressing up for the show. Yeah, but I, I've never seen gills look that authentically wet before. Thank
4: you, thank you. That's my own seeping. Thank you. It's so
1: good. You're thinking of everything here. Uh, okay, who's got some questions? We got some hands up going up in the room. So many. All right, there's there's quite a few here. We need to we need to pick from. Okay, what's your name, friend? Chris. Chris. Okay. Yeah. And where did you come from, Chris? Uh,
3: London. All oh, the way from London. All right. Wow. All right. Woo.
1: We love a Brit in the rough. Yeah. Hey, do you Great. know George? Not personally. I've sorted. Them. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's your question? So, greatest book ever written. Yeah. 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 Best TV show ever made. Yeah. You better believe it. Rumors among the damage are there's a musical coming. Oh. Is that correct? Oh. <laughs> oh. That would be so sweet. I can yeah.
4: sing. If you need some help, I that wow and, well,
1: a
0: musical of the
1: show come on
0: well i think any franchise is at it's most successful when it covers all forms i mean we also i mean we're famed for our trailers as well some of our yeah. trailers have been have been nominated for awards uh, in fact i was i did suggest that series two was would just be a series of trailers yeah uh, oh because my God. in a way that ties in with the whole uh anticipation uh like what it keeps format, the audience yeah. exa- I, our motto is, permanent chumescence, no ejaculate.
5: <laughs> wow. And I, uh, I, should, I should say, I, uh, I have that tattooed on my shoulder blade. <laughs> wow. This guy. That's incredible. I, I, I sure would like to
1: see uh, 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 episode three, the sex scene. I'd love to see that as a musical number, Yeah, right? definitely. That would be beautiful. That would be crazy, right. Great question. Anybody else? You got a, I saw a hand go up at the back. Yeah, right their way over there. Okay.
4: Hi. Okay. Well, my, what's your my, name, friend? My name's Dwayne Michaels, Jr., I'm sure you've seen the rumors on TSMOMD unofficial.com that you're planning on ma- making a prequel uh, called The Origins of the Sword of Maximum Damage. Yeah. And, wow. uh, and it would be about the origins of the sword of maximum damage. So I guess basically <laughs> my, my, my question would be um, are you planning on making a prequel about the origins of the sword of maximum damage? Oh, I damage? would love to see and, that. And, and, and I if, would love if, to see that. If, if, if so, would it be called The origins of the sword of maximum damage or would it be called something other than the origins of the sword of maximum damage
1: hey and you know adding adding on top of that wouldn't it be cool to see the origins of the origins of the sword
0: of maximum
5: damage
1: come before the origins of the sword of maximum damage they just mess up the timeline you're blowing my mind it'd be crazy
0: this is where my method of writing is at its most advantageous because i looked at a page where i had just put a colon (laughs) <laughs> and the legend sprang out. Sword of maximum damage colon origins. Oh wow! You're on point. Wow!
1: Okay. You're on point. Okay. Uh, oh wait, uh, Dale. Dale, you got a question? What's your well, question, Dale?
4: Yeah, yeah. All that sounds really exciting and cool and the musical will be will be sweet too. But I just want to know something. You know, I like, get away from spoilers. Is book two gonna be out before season two? Oh yeah. Now that is a good point.
1: Yeah. When?
0: Well, I mean, if we were to tell you that, it would be like, I don't know, it would be like giving you a Christmas present in March. And I'm not Chinese. No.
3: Um,
2: And George, uh, what's your relationship like with the studio? Yeah. You know, like what's...
0: Is it an easy process between you guys? Yeah,
2: is it tricky? Because a lot of authors have, like, a hard time when their show's made, right?
0: Uh, My relationship with the studio is like... Your relationship with your ears. You can't imagine <laughs> life without them. Wow. Uh, and, and of course, it is a, it is a collaborative process. They Very sometimes funny. say to me, What will series two be like? And I say, 25 what do you think? <laughs> I know. Do you know what? Often the ideas that he comes up with are the very <laughs> ideas. <laughs> That's amazing. amazing. You know, they're,
5: they're the phrases I hear the most from the guy. What do you think? And I'm not Chinese. So. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, question over there.
0: Uh, 25th. Uh, in tonight's episode, uh, a guy f- fell off a ladder
3: How does that fit into the overall arc of a of a medieval
0: costume drama?
5: Okay, um, good question. It's a, sure. good, it's a great question. Uh, okay, first off, tumble, not fall, and secondarily, um, the ladder is a metaphor, and we talked a lot about this. Well, one of us talked a lot about this. One of us was present. Um, I did a lot of agreeing. Yes, um, we talked about the idea of the ladder symbolizing the idea of dynastic reign. So. Uh, the latter is the, uh, the ascent to power, with each step representing the perhaps battle or uh, generational struggle which allows the dynasty to claim ultimate power over its land. And the fall, in many ways, represents the way in which these dynasties crumble or, or come to an end. Thematically, it's very similar to the bit with the dachshund on the space hopper. So. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the bit where the cat ran into the plate glass window? Okay, but maybe the plate glass window ran into the cat. Oh! oh
1: uh, uh, Dale, you're drooling all over George there. You, you want to ask him a question and, and mop
4: yourself up? Yeah, yeah, I just want to, you know, because you're such a creative force and there's so much work left to go. Dale, Dale, Dale,
1: Dale, Dale lick your lips. Lick your lips. <laughs> all right, go ahead.
4: I just wanted to know with all of the, you know, responsibility on your creative shoulders, like, are you insured? Do they yeah. look after your hands or your brain or, like, your thinking areas?
0: Uh, well, actually, it's interesting. This they have taken, uh, HBO have taken out a multi-million pound mm. insurance policy on my dreams. <laughs> oh wow! In oh, fact, okay. wow. if I have a nightmare, I get a payout uh, <laughs> uh, because because it is it is in my mind uh, and in my subconscious that the very secrets at the heart of the sword of maximum damage lie.
5: Sure. And we should, should say did? it's it's a huge it's a huge uh, cover that we have. You know, this covers uh, nightmares. It covers daydreams, fugues. Uh, <laughs> uh, whimsical memories. Sure. Any, any uh, state of association which George encounters, we have covered lockdowns.
1: Uh, uh, any other questions? Yeah, we got one right here. Okay, this is good. Keep, what's your name, friend? Uh, my name is Luke. I really want to know, I've been watching all the episodes like all the time. Uh, was it your intention to leave out pages 3, 4, and 5, and also 12 and 10?
0: Well, and you can tell Luke is a real fan because you said... Pages 12 and 10, which was, funnily enough, the order
5: in which they were originally <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. We're the, uh, there were decisions made in the editing suite, which obviously, obviously play a part. And, you know, I, I love the edit suite. I'm always in there. It's my church. It's where I heal my hurts, you know. Um, Any other questions? What do we got? Come on. Oh, hey, all right. We got another one. We got the mic? Yeah, here we go. What's
1: your name, friend?
0: Hello. i um, I'm Tom obviously huge uh fan George R R R um massive fan and and 25th that is I'm just like a massive fan of your work um yeah, I was wondering
5: um uh if anything uh
0: did you bring anything across um to the sort of maximum damage from the previous cookery
5: shows uh that yeah That's you interesting. Did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, of course we did. Um I uh <laughs> it's It's really good to have some Brits in the audience because obviously when I talk about this at some kind of Comic-Con events, it doesn't quite land. Uh, But of course, you know in Episode 2 when Ainsley Harriet appears. (laughs) So, me, me, me and Ainsley connected when we were doing uh, uh, Ready, Steady, Cook. Um, sorry, this is all jargon for you, Yanks, I know. Uh, and we brought him over to do the show. Um, the, uh, the, the idea that we had uh, in, I believe it was, episode well, I know it was episode four. The idea in episode four where uh, we show the episode and then at the end we give you instructions at length about how you can make the episode yourself. Wow. <laughs> as a kind of downloadable adjunct from the website, uh, that was very much inspired by the modus operandi of such geniuses as the people behind Saturday Kitchen. And- <laughs> uh, listen, uh,
1: George. Uh, one thing I want to just add
5: to this is that,
1: uh, as we all know, at this year's Oscars, you won a little prize. Uh-
0: we won the Oscar for Best Marriage. Yeah, it's great. That's great. It's it, it's an enduring relationship. Uh, as well. Uh, it's well, I think we're known as one of the one of the finest relationships in in the sort of show business yeah. landscape which um, is hard right well it's well especially as i don't know what she is called uh, right or what she, well you see anybody can be married to <laughs> but to be married to somebody and I, I mean there are things i know about her i know she's 50 years old i've seen the rings and uh, uh, she uh she's had quite a journey she went uh, she was an american lesbian uh, and now she's a European housewife. Uh, she's, she's a bit like an international adapter. She now can work in any continent. Uh, and, uh, uh, and, and you see, the thing is, when, when our eyes didn't meet, because we don't look at each other, uh, but we th- sort of connected and we, 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 we've been married, and I thought, well, if I don't know her name or what she does, that maintains an element of mystery. Sure, uh, And uh, I mean, for example, if you know your husband's a plumber, people go, what does your husband do? You go, he's a plumber. That's the end of the conversation. <laughs> Whereas if you don't know what your husband does, he could be king of Sweden.
2: <laughs> do, you, do, you have, do you have any any kids?
0: Well, I like to think of the books as my, ch- and in- as my children and interestingly, this has been such a wonderful experience because you talk of the edit suite as being like a church and previous works of mine, they've tried to adapt for television and the edit suite's been very much like a church because where they abuse my children. <laughs> uh, but, 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 uh, but, uh, but, uh, but this experience, they've treated them very,
1: very well. I gotta say, this has been quite the show for everybody in here tonight. Yes. Uh, yes.
3: Uh, yes.
1: Dale, wow.
4: Dale, I hope you're. Uh, I hope you had a great day out with us here on the show. Oh, I man. I wouldn't want to be a sock in my bedroom tonight. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> I don't understand. What does he?
1: But uh, I want to I thank you guys for, uh, you know, six weeks ago we were just going about our lives, having our, our, our daily grind, and then suddenly into our lives, into our living rooms, in our conversations, into our hearts, there came a show. And that show is what you guys have worked tirelessly hard to produce for us. And I just want to say for myself and Jelly, and on behalf of the damaged in here, Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Thank you. Listen, I, I don't want to parry your thank you back at you, but there's only mm-hmm. one thing know. that I'm here to say, and that's to say that you know, we make the show with cameras, we make the show with actors, we make the show with a script, but there is no show without the fans. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait,
1: wait. Uh,
3: hang, on, hang on a second.
5: Do, do we clap that or do they
1: clap that? We clap that. Well, we'll clap and right back after that. Hey, everybody, we can't wait for season two and what you guys are gonna do next. And we'll be here with the pot of maximum damage, season two, right behind. But for now, give it up for the legend that is the 25th
3: floor. Yeah. See you next time. Are you yes, all right? the part of maximum damage. In my ears, it calls to me. I hear the
5: part of maximum damage. Power strikes in the night. Breaks the ground from where we rise. Once again, we compare. We will die, but we burn. The part of maximum damage featured Adam Riches, Stevie Martin, Jim Johnson, James Riches, and special guests Toby Haydoke and Joseph Morpurgo. It was written by Adam Richards with improvisations from the cast and members of the audience. Recorded at King's Place, editing and music by Jim Johnson. If you liked it, then rate, review and subscribe.